games. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. I'm, I'm, I'm the sort of person that I, I, I don't play video games because if I had one in the house, I would do nothing else. I had yeah, one yeah. a few years back, and I'm terribly sort of addictive be, personality. Addictive. Yeah, where, where do you see the new breed coming? Everyone's going to be. Don't want to take How does as a kind of. How does that work in terms of storytelling? I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated. Now, how, how does it compare to, to other forms? Well, it, it needs certain kinds of narrative m- moments. I think when we both started out, writers were sort of subsidiaries of games, and we were kind of unusual in that we were actually writing games, and we're working with a big team, sometimes 100 people, artists, programmers. Um, but essentially, storytelling, storytelling... And the format's different, and the delivery is different, but you still got to find out a reason why people care, and whether, like I did Pirates of the Caribbean, which had its own original story, I had to make a story that sounded like that's Jack Sparrow, from the characters and the dialogue. So, now how it's delivered, and how you actually build it may be different, but still that moment when you're sitting around the campfire and say, well, Jack Sparrow one day... He goes to Davy Jones' locker, and, and you're all telling a story. Our current project, we started out with finding a good story that we could tell in a revolutionary format. What's cool, you know? So, uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing, the thing, the thing we're working on now, which we cannot talk about, <laughs> which is a, sh- I mean, it really is the biggest shame ever because it is the biggest. It'll be the biggest thing I've ever worked on, and uh, in terms of size and brand. But in terms of, of revolutionary content, yes, to me it's um, it's the biggest thing. It'll, it'll, yeah, I can't even begin to say how. Yeah, the implications of it. And but, we've done large projects, but this is really yeah, yeah. Of course, we, I realize we're teasing too. Yeah, and I mean, so here it is. Why don't you tell project. us what the heck it is? There's people it's out there. What is it? Is, it? But, um, is this? A, I mean, is this a level of? Both of you, have, I've noticed that we've got, uh, whether it's sort of slightly educational, whether there's a sort of element of interaction. Now, obviously, video games, mm-hmm. people to some extent shape and create the story by playing the game. Is this part? I mean, is this, is this in, in that kind of uh, realm? It's. This one? I can't yeah. really right. talk about right. that. But to your point, we have. I'm going to get the, the, the knives, the, <laughs> the, the blow torches. Pretty on. soon, as soon as. Okay, we'll talk Pretty again. soon, we'll be able to be talked about when something pops up. In the, probably in a few months' time, won't it? Yeah, yeah right. we've been secret. It's been secret for a year. Um, it has probably the best ensemble. Oh, cast right. that the I actors. have ever worked with. Boy. In any, I mean, I worked in the movies. For ten years, yeah. It's we were saying today, just this morning we'd like to keep after it's done, keep the cast for three or four weeks, and let's do a quick movie because yeah, they're yeah. just so good. So yeah, yeah. Is that a nice part of, of not just being a novelist? Though again, that idea of being locked in the room and yeah. it, so that this the is a different kind of collaboration. Yeah, the yeah. I mean, this, this has been an un- incredibly unusual treat for us because in games, you know, there's there's no place where you go and hang out on set. Right, normally, but this project. Yeah, they've been open to having the writers there. Which how does it, so? Tell me, how does it how does it work for you as writers on on set? How is that different to what, what, what is the writers' well, role? This week, specifically, was designed. We'd be there for rehearsals. Right. Yeah, I mean, we can and say it's got mocap in it, can't we? Might be a clue too many, but maybe it's okay. I, I think can, it's okay. So yeah, I think it's all right. Um, so. It's been through six drafts. This is the last go-round before they start shooting. 
So if any actor's delivering a line during rehearsal and saying, you know, it's just not, um, they can look to us and we're there. And we can either come up with a line, we make a note that when you get your pages for the day, your sides for the day, you will get you get a revised line that works better. Yeah, so that's what that, the intensity of this week has been to to be in a rehearsals for 12 hours, to come back to rewrite tomorrow's script. You know, for, which is... I yeah. had 12 hours of rehearsal. So it's a sort of version of how the two of you work with with pages, revisions, pages, revisions, right, right, yeah. but yeah. with other people... Yeah, we've even had to do character. it at a micro level with Matt doing some stuff and me doing some other stuff. At the same time, to make the fire yeah. 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 yeah, and people will be talking about this. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. And how does that work if it's someone else inhabiting a character? You're obviously used to each other giving each other's notes. Do you do you ever sit there if a if an actor? I'm not saying necessarily this this project, obviously any project, uh, and you're sitting there going. Because I know I remember Bruce Robinson who wrote With yeah, yeah. talking about how. Uh, one of the actors, I think, in one of his films, could not say the line in the exact, and he had that kind of control over how he wanted. I think it was. Um, and he was the writer, not and the he was director. the writer. That's right. Yeah, I think he was. I think he was directing that particular okay. picture. There must be a god, otherwise, why ass is the right height for kicking or something? And yeah. it, it needed. A little complicated. It needed line. the beat. Yeah, it was yeah. a difficult line. Okay, yeah. like, but it, it needed the beat, and the guy kept getting it wrong. But is, do you ever have that where you're sitting here going, or are you quite open to the two? Well, definitely, I think, definitely open. But if a line's not working for an actor, you've got to find something that does work. Uh, but sometimes we'll hear the act actually fine. I'll look at Neil, or Neil will look at me, and we'll go, eh, a little clunky, you know, and we'll may need a tiny, you know, from can't, that's not a very Brooklyn, can't, I can't stand it. Uh, from can't, can't, from can't to cannot. Right. You know, so, and, and maybe can can't works and maybe it's versus it is so a little tiny your ear starts hearing this, how it's but scanning it, see, a, a, a good actor makes a line better makes the right right yeah. so He's got there, was, there was one of the guys the young actor mm. who was got more and more confident during the week and kept coming on and saying do you know I think maybe this should be this or this or this and I was yes, yes right. totally, absolutely you're right he's 25 playing a 14 15 year old but, you know, he knows his he instrument. Knows the character. He's playing his yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. He knows that and he's instrument. finding his character. And right. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's it's like theatre. Uh, you know, it's it's good. It's majorly collaborative. And for the TV, I mean, you were saying that you're not always. You obviously live in America, live in Britain. Mm -hmm. How so? You're working together face to face. I know you do this periodically. Mm -hmm. is, is this a, is this a, a treat for the two of you. Oh, it's always fun. Well, it's always fun. We, we try to have fun as well as work. It's hard when we have a lot of work to do, but we always try to do that. But also, creatively, when we're together, we can Skype. Skype works. But we're face-to-face. -face. The fireworks come more quickly yeah. and more easily, always. That's just the way it is. And we can map. If we're face-to-face, -face, we can map a book quickly. Mm. Uh, I mean, we are, so when did we go to Montreal, was that... Went to Montreal simply was a night. We got a deal for travel. New York, it's a hop for him. It was, he got a direct yeah, flight. The flights worked. So we, we spent a week in Montreal together and, and planned. Actually, we planned the book, didn't we? This, this book. And also a good chunk in, of the in a, in a darker suspense book that we yeah. sort of in the very beginning of that's been yeah. launched. So a week in Cotswolds, mm. a week in Montreal. Right. And then 
in our separate worlds, just Skyping every day. And so the technology, in some extent, has made the collaboration yeah. possible. And Skype is set, I mean, even without the video, on Skype, like, my wife has grown used to the fact that every other day, you know, and I are there chatting away from her. So it's almost like we're having tea together and talking ideas. But it's funny that the travel thing we sometimes think about, well, maybe we could have Bermuda or Cayman Islands. <laughs> we could set a novel yeah, on yeah. Hawaii. Well, I know to do our well, work, quote-unquote. I mean, so the, the, we, the first of the serious trilogy is going to have some of the action set in Venice. So this is the, this this, is the darker... This is the really dark series that we're about to commence, and we really need to get going on that soon. Mm. So my wife and I are going to go and live in Venice for five weeks. And... I will be researching the book there, and we'll be writing, and I'll be carrying writing TV stuff. Well, but, so that's five real weeks in Venice to set. Matt knows Venice pretty well, just to set a core right. part. And you're going to try and get to Venice. Uh, my job will be try to find where they're located. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the dark place to set, you know, I mean, to, to write a book set in Venice. Yeah, fantastic. In Venice. What a what a joy! It's what a thrill! So is this part of the secret to you know? I almost feel like I'm a, you know seeking relationship advice, but is this the, <laughs> is this a twenty year relationship that's yeah. obviously in its own way intense and and can be very pressurising? Yeah. Yeah. What is what is what would you what would your advice be to other people thinking about setting well, out on a? I, I guess because well, my, my advice, which I've sort of mellowed and changed a little bit over the years. A much wiser individual than I used to be is um, think before you react. Everything is benign and everything you're doing, both parties care about. Because otherwise, you could it'd be very, there's little spark points, either one of them could go like, I, I, I like that scene. And we don't do that. So I, I think it's it's breathing, it's taking time, and, and I know if even Neil sends me an email saying, you know, and, and I have some words that I don't agree with, I say this is coming from a wise and trusted source, and I let it, and then. I look at it again, and I can either agree or disagree. Does the ga- does almost the time zone, the space, help a little yeah, bit? That's, and I mean, that's good. well, we have gone back and forth occasionally very quickly too, but it depends whether we're up. There's a five-hour difference. Do you have a foot? reach for the phone knowing that the other one's the same. We don't use telephones. <laughs> okay. The, the Skypeometer we use. Oh, Skype. And, uh, yeah. well, when I'm having my coffee, coffee, he's just coming back from lunch. I mean, sometimes we've had to use those time... You can tell we, we could have a lot on our plate. Sometimes we've actually had to use the time differences to be able to get extra yeah. hours out of the day. It works. You know, so I'll, I'll sort of finish it. I'll finish a draft and send it to, send it to Matt and it's there for his breakfast. You know. Well, you get an extra. So yeah, so I'll, I'll so be gets, working. We stretch the day in a way. Yeah, yeah. He gets five thirty-one hours hour days. Yeah, yeah. It does sometimes end up being that, doesn't and it? And then if I finish at the end of my day, say five o'clock, when he wakes up in his morning, which is of course the middle of the night for me, it's there. Yeah, and we've never because we're not mathematicians, we've never quite worked out where that, those hours come from. It's not they, probably they the most difficult mathematical. <laughs> well, it's like that problem. You know, it's one problem where you could do something like. It's more numbers than it should be. It's like, it can't be that wide. <laughs> yeah. There's some mathematical logic trick you do with that. It's a bit like, it is a little bit like a kind of marriage, isn't it? Yes. It is a matter, and the key to it is also a sense of humor. And yeah. we share the same ridiculous right. sense of humor. We do like we, we, lo- we like to stay out late. Right. We like a drink. We right. love food. We right. I cook. Matt's the cook, and I'm the cook. You know, in each right. of our houses. So, yeah. so we're into all similarities. And, and we're like children. When we, if we when we land in Montreal, it's kind of like, right. 
Creed. And we can be playful with it. You know, we're, we're, we're not kids. But, you know, when we're in a place where we're working, there's an antic sensibility about us. To, you know, not that we're running around putting party hats on and scaring people with clown faces, but, you know, we, we basically uh, get a very playful mode of what we're doing. Does that help? I mean, not to... Perhaps if you were 21 trying to make it as a writing team, perhaps starting slightly later. Yeah, I'm sure it must. I wouldn't like to be starting again. No, and, I mean, I would have a lot of advice to give young writers. I mean, I would have tons. Because uh, I started... My first novel was published when I was, like... 35, okay. um, I think. What were you doing before? Just that? I, I taught. Okay. And I enjoyed teaching, too. But I, I think that I would say do lots of things, explore lots of things. Things that you think have nothing to do with writing, do. Read voraciously. Yeah. Um, and, and try to think what your philosophy of writing is. I mean, I bang on a lot about point of view. I mean, almost... Too much, maybe not even almost much, but the point of view to me is so important. So, but I think it's absolutely vital that you have to get into the skin of your character. And um, I almost mandate. I mean, that's why a lot of writing teachers say, suggest your first book should be written in the first person. Because if it's I, you won't slip out and be some random author floating the ether. You can see something over there. The man in the gabardine suit sat in the corner. He idly folded the paper. Now, who's, who's, whose view is that? Yeah. Is there someone in the room I didn't know about? So that's why point of view is, to me, it's important. Mm-hmm. And I got that advice from some really good writers like Winfield uh, Harlan Ellison. Yeah. Oh, wow. and, and Peter Stroud. Oh, yeah. And Harlan called me about it. Do you both have, just to finish, I know you've got to go, um, there's one writer or one book that you're reading, maybe in your formative years, that got you excited enough to want to, to write? I have, well, maybe not to write, just one book I love. Okay. I was a gracious reader, um, and I'm not sure how, but I would say the one book that encapsulated sort of everything I would like to do, and I'm not sure it stands up today, is The Magus. John Fowles, yeah. really? Yeah. Before he revised it. Oh yeah. There's two versions: the original and the revised. And the revised, he obviously decided, oh, I'm a literary author, and so I started smoothing out some of the really intense genre stuff that's in that book. Yeah. I mean, there's crazy, magical, orgiastic, yeah. wild mm. stuff, in it. and it's a beautiful romantic love story. The teacher leaves London. And I said, that's that's really it. Mm. And then, what about Fumio? Well, Hard question. Dan, it's funny, Daniel Martin, oh, right, same author, right, which a lot of people I don't read that. believe is one of his best works, Interesting. Um, was powerful for me. Why was... Probably the time I read it, I've got, uh, and I was just out of Oxford, and, yeah. and there was that sort of media, and that was a lot... That seemed to be yeah. important at the time. But also, I've never told you this, but Bud Schulberg, What Makes Sammy Run? Oh, the novel? or The, the novel? Is the greatest unmade movie. Well, they made I mean, that I will movie. go back to that. They made one. Like, I don't think it ever got made. I, I don't oh, yeah, they made a movie. Today? Yeah. What? Did you did run home? home? <laughs> uh, who knows? And I think Schulberg did the script. I think. Yeah. I swear to God. I think. Yeah. Well, so but if you haven't read it, what an extraordinary... It's, it's a, such a picture of Hollywood, isn't it? But, but, also, but it's the intricate yeah. plotting. It is a beautifully... What a writer, though. Beautifully plotted. And I think... Um, oh, um, 
one other, David Malamud, Bernard Malamud, which was turned into a, uh, a movie, the, the sort of redemptive Excalibur story. Um, what is that? You'll have to edit this when you... I'll, I'll, I'll it. so it's a movie with Robert Redford where he's a baseball player. Oh, The Natural. Oh, the natural. 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 Yeah. Oh, right. right Film yeah. and book were, yeah. were pretty potent for me. And yeah. then there's writers whose entire voyage... Uh, like Richard Matheson, okay. you know, all his work is phenomenal. Um, Robert Block, who I met and, and, and was involved at one point, who just like when I was a young writer, that's what I want to do. And and Alistair, Alistair McLean, McLean, yeah, yeah. interesting. See, he's yeah. he's considered a bit what used to be called a bit lowbrow. Oh yeah, well then I'm definitely. Well, you're yeah, lowbrow man. Yeah, but I would like to see midless authors today. Writing at the level yeah. he wrote back then. Yeah, he should be rewriting. Where Eagles there? I mean, just good ripping yeah. at the airport. Get that book. I can't put it down. I haven't had that experience in a while. Maybe I'm reading the wrong things, but I haven't had that. There was a particular kind of Jack Higgins. I remember writing yeah, those. Yeah, sort of the, the yeah. Eagles Land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, recent book, Master of Commander series. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. So awesome. But we've got to go. Yeah. But yeah. very. But. Um, <laughs> My favourite, most recent book is probably Joe Nesbo's Headhunters. Oh, which, oh that's a gripping read. Yeah, which is a tremendous and there was a movie as well. Read. Yeah, a movie as well. well the Nordic crime stuff is very good. Yeah. It's a different kind of voice. I just want to say, well, I think that rush gives the sense of, of imminent departure. I just want to say to you both, <laughs> yes. thank you. We've, we've had quite a day actually meeting in this in Xanadu, but I think mm. I've enjoyed it so much. We will meet again, hopefully, disrupt, yes. to, to talk about the projects that cannot that, be mentioned. Weekly, yeah. Right, yeah. Thank you um, so much. It's been great. Oh, yeah, thank great you. Great chat. That's fun I've had in a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you guys. Oh, so I really appreciate it.